Make America no. <gasps> Hello and welcome to I'm Usually More Professional, a political podcast brought to you by the team at Sportsbet. Not only are we podcasting, but we are filming this for YouTube, so you can find us on Sportsbet's YouTube channel. My name is Alice Workman. You may know me as the writer of Struth in the Australian newspaper, and I'm coming to you today from right inside the Canberra bubble in Parliament House. Oh. And joining me is Sam Dastiari and Joe Hildebrand. Hi. Hello. So, so are, are we doing our own intros? Is that what's happening now? Um, I'm Sam Bestiaro. Yeah. You might remember me yeah. from resigning in disgrace in a giant scandal from the Australian Senate um, or from the local fish and chip shop. That's right. I'm Joe Hildebrand. You might remember me from such Daily Mail articles as Shake Up at Studio 10. <laughs> Hang on, Sam, 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 Sam. Just go back one second. You said local fish and chip shop. Aren't you a pretend vegan? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I go there. I just have the chips. That's all I'm allowed mm. to have. Have you been to the fish and chip shop in Watson? No. It is the best. You can go there. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, is the, the most Canberra bubble conversation already. <laughs> Minute three, we're talking about takeaway Watson, stores. Watson's in. like the only Canberra suburb with working class people in it. And so it's got <laughs> the best fish and chip shop in. To, well, you can't even say in the state, in the, so, in so the that, territory. You say that like you've never been to Gugong. Remember when the Prime Minister held a press conference and the guy yelled, get yeah. off Get off the grass. Gugong, that's aspirational. That's aspirational. Stop for a sec. This is how insider this shit has already become, <laughs> that it's minute three of the podcast and we're talking about the local eateries okay. in Canberra. Yeah, well, people okay, want inside okay. knowledge, you know. Well, you before we start, let me just say, so... Uh, I will acknowledge that this is my first time on this podcast. This yep. is the second instalment of I'm Usually More Professional. And why are we bringing it back? Well, because of the race to the White House, you know, the circus that comes with it. Uh, we've got a long way to go until the first Tuesday in November. And who knows? It could even go on longer than that if Donald Trump <gasps> decides the result is fake news. Yeah. Oh, and the postals, because can't, can't the, the postal ballots come in any time as long as they were cast before the 3rd of November? So if you pop it in, you know, the US Postal Service, which Donald Trump is slowing down to even slower than the Australian Postal Service, then <laughs> then it could even be after Election Day. That's Outrageous. the point. Think about Keep it, it going. People. Look, it's the election that never ends. What Quite more could frankly, you want? I think I speak for all of us when I say we need the money. So <laughs> the longer this thing goes on... You know, let's bring on 2021, I say. I speak for all of us, Joe says, after just being ceremoniously moved on from his uh, television, other co television commitments. Yeah, look, I mean, no agenda here, but just keep it, keep it going. I think, I think right. the phrase you're looking for, Sam, is pursuing other opportunities. <laughs> all right, yeah. lads, I wanted to kick yeah. us off okay, with well, my headline of the week, which is from FOTP Pop News, which is an online news outlet for entertainment stuff. Yep. And the headline is, North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un is apparently... In a coma, according to reports by TMZ, the news comes at the first anniversary of Taylor Swift's seventh studio album, Lover. Coincidence. Oh. Well played. But mind you, TMZ, I love how TMZ is kind of the, the source now because no one knows what on earth is going on with the North Korean dictator. Yeah. So the strategy now is, you know, we'll just go to TMZ. We'll see if they can work it out for us. Do you think that, oh, exactly. Do you think they got confused? Do you think the North Koreans got it confused and thought they were leaking it to the demilitarised zone? <laughs> <laughs> so are we meant to leak it to DMZ. DMZ. Sure the biggest, the biggest Not story TMZ. is that Taylor Swift is trying to crack into a new market, right? What's yeah. her new market? What's, what's she doing? What, what is her seventh studio album's been? Well, this is bigger news. Her set, what's it called? It's the first anniversary of her seventh studio album, Lover. And no. me, not being a fan of Taylor Swift. Oh, jeez. Are you more I'm, Katy Perry? I'm sure that she'd love to get involved in North Korea, you know? Yeah, well, didn't well, Dennis Rodman already do it for her? If you want a captive market, that is definitely <laughs> the place, guys. It's like, listen to Taylor Swift or we'll shoot you. 
if you want to find a country that still has CD players, go to North Korea. Exactly. There's no way they have CD players. Sam, you um, you used to quote Taylor Swift in the Senate. I I did quote Taylor Swift in the Senate. I did anything to get a media headline. I believe there used to be a friend of mine called Alice Workman who was at BuzzFeed. (laughs) And we used to get in the morning and say, what is the craziest shit we can pull off today? And Don't get me involved in your antics. No, no, you were involved, involved in like every that. one of those antics. And then, uh, and then I'd do it, and then they'd write up it in BuzzFeed. So, and then every, once in a while, you'd attack me for stuff that you suggested <laughs> I do. you go, you're not taking this. He's not taking it seriously, yeah. this and that. That's what you do. Leak the story, deny the story. Leak the story, yes. deny the story. Politics what was, 101. What was the lyric, though? What you... It was Bad Blood? No. You maybe got bad oh, blood. Maybe you actually, I think you did both. You definitely did bank, a blank space blank when space. they held the right. leadership challenge, the see, empty chair see, leadership yeah. challenge. Right. Yeah, good. And um, people didn't vote. Like, there was a blank space. That was the yeah, joke for that cute. one. Yeah, you, but then bad blood, obviously. Does it sound like this was my idea? Or does it sound like increasingly this was Alice's idea? <laughs> it sounds like it the work of someone who is far doesn't brighter like than Taylor I. Swift. Yeah. Ooh. I've, I'll own it. I don't. I know. What, what, do, do, you like Katie, do you like Katy Perry? <laughs> no. What, what, I used to work of... at Triple J. Oh, oh that's my God. Right. You were, oh, tri- oh, can, we, can we do our Triple J thing where this is how I show? Hi. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm usually more professional. So, Sam, have you ever quoted Missy Higgins in the Senate? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's head stateside and kick off with the Republican convention, which has been on this week. It's been a deluge of Trumps, Melania, Eric, even Tiffany got a run. I was convinced that she might perform her infamous pop song, but unfortunately she didn't. <laughs> but, Joe, let's cut to straight, straight to exactly what everyone wants to know from you. Yes. Will Donald Trump win in November? Okay. Just a simple one to start, I thought, you know? Yeah. The short answer is no, but this is my hot take because we've hot all been take, wrong about everything take. before. Um, so this is my prediction because every, everyone, if you if you go with, if you go with what everyone else does, then no one remembers. But if you if you're the one person crazy enough to actually uh, pick something that will almost certainly never happen, if it works, everyone will remember you as a genius, and if it doesn't, everyone will forget you ever said it and just write you off as a nutter anyway. But how's this? Donald Trump will win the election based on the votes of progressive middle class women. Explain. I'm glad you asked. Um, so we all know that the typical Trump voter last time around was conservative working class men, the sort of guys who, uh, frankly, a lot of them voted for Obama, but in the Obama-Hillary uh, playoff, um, they were seen as more Hillary people, Midwest kind of white factory workers, uh, felt like they'd been abandoned by the elites, the, the inner city, you know, Democratic, you know, New Green Deal types, and had been left behind while their, their factories went offshore or went to Mexico. This time around, I reckon, um, if if he gets up and if he runs the sort of campaign that I think he will run, um, and he's already sort of starting to, it will be, you're you're alone in your home. You hear a sound outside. The front door opens with a bang, and you're a woman alone in your house. You're being attacked. You call nine one one, and nobody answers because there is no police force. Because the Democrats won the election. And that's what I think it will be. And I think it was all summed up in uh, the crazy scenes around that woman in uh, Washington who was uh, sitting outside 
uh, some cafe or restaurant or whatever, and all the the BLM slash Antifa slash whatever protesters um, started gathered round her, started screaming in her face, and said, you know, you've got to chant with us or whatever, whatever. And I reckon once you start targeting people's brunch spots, that's a line in the sand. And I, th- I reckon there's a whole bunch of um, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of uh, nice petit bourgeois uh, middle class who are totally progressive will say they support Black Lives Matter in theory. So of course they hate what's happening to 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 black kids who are being you know targeted by cops. So they're they're not racist at all, but they are. They are shit scared of of uh, the Badlands themselves. They want a police force there, and they will just quietly go away and vote for whatever party they think will keep them and their families safe. Even as it's they funny tell you say that, other yeah. people, oh, no, I disagree completely. Go, go, else. Oh, oh, I just I was going to say the one thing I really noticed at the Republican convention this week is he's hitting all demographics. Before we yep. recorded this, there was a nun on stage. Yep. yep. Uh, if, if he can find a nun that'll back him in, I mean... And then also, of, of course, he naturalised some citizens who apparently found out a few minutes before that they, that, that was going to happen. He didn't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, like, I thought that if he... Uh, the one thing I'm surprised he hasn't done yet uh, is get some deep fakes of some dead presidents to give speeches at the convention. So just imagine that. Next up, President Eisenhower <laughs> or Nixon or Gerald Ford. It's or Abraham even, Lincoln. He's crazy enough. JFK. Oh, yeah. that would be great. Sam, what do you think? Uh, firstly, I think that I was impressed by Joe Hildebrand's sexy voice, which is all we can describe that kind of, yeah, hell are you Good going? Um, look, uh, I, I think you're wrong. And here's why I think you're wrong. Uh, I think that the trajectory that they're currently on, uh, Trump is in serious trouble. Yep. He will... All he can do now is shake the box. Yep. Right? Just shake the... T- you know, it's classic kind of flip the table. He has to do something extreme, yep. something crazy. Uh, we're having war with China, China. Um, we're having uh, uh, some kind of a huge kind of international kind of conflict of some kind. Uh, there's going to ramp up the pressure. They have to do something incredibly big, large, to actually be able to change trajectory. Or mm. it's, it's, you know... It, look, I know last time, in the last election, uh, all the polling... Yep. was similar as it is now, was very heavily on the side of the Democrats. A uh, couple of things. I spoke to a few people in, in the US and that around the kind of Democratic circles that we, that we knew kind of through politics. Um, they believe they've got their polling game fixed up. So they believe yep. they've actually addressed that problem. But uh, the one poll that I think is the worrying one, they did this poll, uh, I think it was Michigan University did it, uh, where they asked them a question. They, don't normally, they, they said, them, how do you think the next door neighbour to the left of you is going to vote at this mm. election? And that had Trump doing far better than in any of the yeah. other published polls. That's kind of what you were touching Shy on Shy voter. Shy voter, you know, uh, the, the kind of secret kind of person kind of coming out. But all that being said, I'm so... Look, Alice, the reason they didn't have any ex-presidents at their convention was you can't squeeze them in between the Trumps, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the amazing thing is this is a complete and utter Trump takeover mm. of the yep. Republican Party. There's one yeah. fucking item on their entire agenda for their debate at the conference, which yeah. is that we wholeheartedly endorse. Like, this is it. It's over. Yeah. This he, runs, is over. he runs it like a family business. He runs it like, a, you know, if you like, a, a mob 
a mob family. And, and there's this, but, well, there was this story during the rounds too that uh, Trump Jr. is is worried that they might lose the election and then he'll be facing criminal charges. You know, they, they got it from anonymous sources. Anonymous sources? <laughs> they anonymous about that. Like Google. <laughs> the guy shitting himself that daddy's going to lose the presidency. Yeah. And right now, there's like 40 different kind of jurisdictions mm. that, that want to come after Trump, starting yep. with New York. All right, they can't because of there's some, you know, uh, you know, uh, historical um, uh, bias against going after a sitting president. Yeah. But that's but uh, that's that's how that's how Rome became an empire. That's why Caesar crossed the Rubicon. He was trying to get immunity kids, from prosecution. He was trying to get his kids a job. He, he had to no, it's, it's, but, well, kind of, yeah. Like the only way Caesar could uh, Julius Caesar, um, who made himself a dictator of Rome and and paved the way for the Republic to become an empire. The only reason he marched. On Rome was because if, if he didn't take control, if he didn't get the consulship, which which meant that you were immune from a prosecution, he was going to be taken down. He was in debt. Um, he was being uh, chased after for all sorts of violations of all sorts of rules um, and, and, and breaking all sorts of laws. And everyone was out to get him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's why he did it. And, you know, it's not, it's not inconceivable that the Trumps are thinking the same way. Yeah, of course they are. Look, I mean, this is, a, it is, you're right, it's a family business. Yeah. But, and this is what Tiffany said. She said, quote, I can relate to so many of you who might be looking for a job. Oh, God. Oh, there you go. So, hang on, which one's Tiffany? Oh, She's not one. from Ivanka, is she? She's the second youngest. So there's Baron at the bottom. Baron, yep. yep. Most recent. Then Tiffany, who's kind of like the outlier. Then Eric and Donald Jr. and... Uh, Ivanka, of course. Ivanka, who were at the top original. Okay, so... Tiffany's mother, who's mm. Tiffany's mother? Is she the one who no one really has heard of, who went kind of quiet? It's not. Well, you, reckon, you reckon? No, I don't think it's Ivanka. But do you reckon Donald just took care of her? I, yeah, this is one in the middle that just went missing. <laughs> she's like, she's <laughs> no, like the niece no, that no, no, no one heard of. Model that model popped up with a book. She's a model no. as well. Uh, it's like Sam, when you remember Julia thing. Gillard's kind of um, uh, her um, partner's kind of uh, daughter just showed up at the rally once. <laughs> do you remember this? Are they still together? Yeah. I don't know. I think Julia so. and Tim? I don't I th- know. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. they are. First I think dude. That's actually really Can sweet. Can we go by his official title? First his dude. First dude. It was actually quite funny how he called himself the first dude. Yeah. Men should. Amazing- you actually, it was one of those beautiful political relationships where you knew it was true love because <laughs> if it was a matter of political expedience, she would have chosen literally anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I look, I look, I agree. I know I. Everything, everything I can see points to Trump winning. Everything everyone can see points to Trump winning. And we know they've looked at all the polls. We know they've double, double cross-checked them and cross-referenced so them. So everyone looks like Trump winning. I mean Trump losing. Oh, sorry, sorry, Trump losing. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. So um, yeah, yeah. With Biden winning. Um, but again, there are, there are little Easter eggs here and there that just make... And this is the thing because you end up going crazy because, of course, we all thought this last time. We know that no one's taking it for granted this time. We all know what happened um, with the suppressed uh, vote because people just didn't like Hillary's and everyone thought she was a shoe-in, so they just stayed home and thought, well, she'll win it anyway and I don't really want to vote for her because I don't like her much. And then Trump surprised everyone. But, of course, Hillary still did get almost three million more votes. Yeah. Um, so, in fact, they did kind of come out for her. Um, and also... There's just the, the, if you look at where there was a there was one that came out I think it was about a week ago that actually showed where Trump was in the polls as an aggregate of all the polls at exactly this time uh, this year and exactly oh, this time four years ago and you won't believe it he was still losing 
but he was actually doing better. Trump is actually doing better. If you aggregate all the polls together, he's actually doing better this time round than he was at the exact same time last year. And Biden, since Biden announced Kamala Harris as his VP, I think it was a CNN poll, actually showed it tightening. So far from being the great... Well, I don't want to say great white hopes. That sounds wrong. But, but aside from sort of being this great, sort what of, do you want to say? I don't know. Well, we all, well, well. He said, you know, he, he said he was going to choose okay. a woman. Everyone said you have to choose a black woman because otherwise it looks bad. You being an old white man and we're a progressive party. So he's done that. He's ticked the boxes. She's obviously very capable as well herself. But in terms of being this great, you know, is, is she going to? No, is she going to get yeah. Florida? Is she going to no, get you Wisconsin? Miss, you, is she going to get? Okay, couple of years. Michigan. Okay, couple of years. You're misreading this, right? Uh, it's not tightening to have anything to do with her. This is a really simple it's election. It's happening anyway. Yeah. It's happening. It's a really simple election, right? If it's a choice, Trump can win it. If it's a referendum, he loses. If there's a referendum mm. on do you like Donald Trump or not, right? Yep. The Dems have won and it's over. The only reasons it's tightening is because, you know, they've had to actually had to bring Biden out. Like, they can't keep him locked up. Yep. But, but also, on the polls, then, I don't want to brag, cause, and I'm a bit of an expert on this, Alice, as, as, as I'm sure you, uh, you'll be well aware. Um, it was this podcast that advocated to sports bet at the last federal election that they should pay out for a Labor win four days before <laughs> they did. <laughs> I have the text messages of me with sports bet saying, just pay it out. Pay it out. <laughs> and then Sam. afterwards, when well, yeah, and afterwards when they're kind Can't of laughing and joking and they're yeah. kind of, you know, giving me shit about it. Oh, why did you tell us to do that for? I said, what would I know? I'm a failed politician. Yep. So I'm you're doing this. My aspiration in life is reality television. Oh, that's right. I'm a senator. What would I know about being elected? What are you elected? listening to me for? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, look, if I was any good, I'd still be there. Right. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, speaking of the Senate, mm. I feel like Donald Trump is taking a bit of a leaf out of a Jackie Lambie handbook because he wants him and Sleepy Joe to take a drug test before the first Democratic debate. Do you think it's because he thinks that Sleepy Joe's been on the... Uh, Gatorade saxophones? Well, let's just be clear, right? This is a mistake. I want my politicians doing drugs before debates. Right? <laughs> Do you know how much better, right? Do you have- what, drug- what drugs, though? Because it kind of it would depend oh, on what the drug is. Uppers, yeah. definitely speedball. uppers. Speedball. Speedball, speedball right? Yeah. I, I, just wanna, I don't want to see like a, a, an elbow and, uh, you know, and a Morrison just you know, shooting up some heroin before they go in and kind of start duking out in a debate. I think it'll make it far more interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, this I, is why they lubricate people before they go on Q&A. Yeah, oh, they do too. Oh man, I've been. The, Are we talking uh, about alcohol? We're talking about. I've been in the green room with Jermaine Greer, and let me tell you, it is a party. She is ready to go. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, look. So this is what you're, you're basically saying: Do you or do you not like Donald Trump? Yep. Um, Trump loses. Do you like Trump more than Biden? Biden. No, I'm then, saying who then is Biden the be- is in trouble. No, I'm saying this. If it's do you or do you not like Donald Trump, Biden wins easily. Yeah. Which of these two candidates do you prefer? Right? Yeah. Is a lot harder sell for them. Right? It's a classic thing. It's a the Republicans are going to try and make this a choice. So you say, look, sure, Donald Trump's an asshole, but at least he knows what day it is. Yeah, and this is I mean, we talk about the drug testing and that. I mean it all feeds into the same thing, right? The whole sleeping Joe, sleepy Joe, lazy kind of a bit out of it. Um, I mean it looks terrible. Joe Biden looks like he's a bombed at the moment. Like, he's terrible, right? Or, That's because he's or, been locked in a basement. Or do, right? or do you do? Hasn't had any son. Or do do you do what I said, which is what I would do if I was only said. If you want a police force, if when you are being bashed in your home and you pick up the phone and call nine one one and you actually want someone to answer, if you want the cops to show up, 
if 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 you want cops, you have to vote for me. Whether you like me or not, you have to vote for me because the other lot are going to abolish the police force. They will abolish it in your neighbourhood, and your and, and your streets will be run by people but, with machine guns wandering up and down. Whether it's the crazy Antifa guys or the crazy white nationalist but, guys or the you know, yeah, but, or, but or Joe, 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 it's, it's not either or. And you're doing that, they make that mistake where you say. No, that's just what they say. But you're saying, and it's not like it's going to be one campaign, right? I mean, you've got this giant place, America, where what, there's probably eight to 11 states in play, depending on, you know, what's really in play yep. and what's really not. But but certainly four, four to yep. seven, right? There's more depending on how loose you want to get with the definition of in play. Um, uh, there's not a lot in so yeah in each of those you're going to run be running a different campaign right yeah. so I'm going to be running something different in Iowa it'll be a kind of he won't stand up to Biden won't stand up to China when it comes to farming or whatever or it might be the opposite sure. you know uh, you're going to run something very different because you're not talking about you know LA no but th- I think there's enough like there were riots in LA and we all know obviously that's that's totally yeah. damned but you know Wisconsin. Yep. which is where it's happening now. That's a swing state. That was yep. one of the ones that broke for Trump when no one thought it would. Um, if Michigan. you look at uh, Michigan, um, it's another one where there's been issues. Um, we know in Capitol Hill and Seattle, which should be the most juicy district everywhere, any, anywhere, like, you know, it's like once they come to Newtown, you know, that's when you know you're in trouble. And that's why I reckon the Washington, D.C. thing is weird. It's out of people's comfort zone. It's not just in the poor black neighbourhoods where white, affluent liberals can say, oh, well, you know, yeah, I support BLM and I'm just seeing it on the news and it's nothing I can relate to. It's nothing, you know, it's nothing I'm familiar with and it probably looked like that before anyway. And I reckon when they see the the jarringness of that happening at their little borgie breakfast spot, I reckon that's when they go, holy shit, what if there is no police? And I'm not sure if that's a genuine threat or not and I don't think and that, frankly if it's, it's Biden is okay. the best bulwark against that because he is a moderate but if I was a Republican and Kamala Harris and, just locks everyone up that, that's right but you just you make you, you, you paint you paint you yeah, say, you paint you say Joe easy. Biden yeah. is non-compass mentis he's about to fall over Kamala Harris will be the next um, president and you, you, you paint her as a Black Lives Matter matters radical and that's yep. how you would run yeah, that no, no, campaign you, you, you're, you're, saying no, you're, you're saying this you're saying uh, if you were running the campaign You'd be running a law and order election, yep. right? Uh, and uh, I think you, I think you're right. But, uh, but the huge part of that campaign tied into that is going to be the mother of all character assassinations of Joe Biden. Yes, that's right. right. It's interesting. The one thing that I didn't see enough as a little bit of it, right? But they didn't push as much as I was expecting them to. Was the stuff about um, Hunter Biden? Right? Yeah, about yeah. the sun, yeah. uh, about Ukraine, uh, about the all things, yeah. and uh, it is like the the most unfit people in the world to run a nepotism <laughs> argument uh, is the, are the Trumps. Somehow you believe they're just going to give it a go. You see someone did a screen grab yeah. of that actual speech and it had on the on the, the ticker below it, it had, up next, Donald Trump <laughs> Jr., Eric Trump, <laughs> Tiffany Trump, Ivanka Trump. Hey, by and the way, a speech about the dangers of nepotism. Well, just on that too, right? I don't know, it must be like... I mean, I think his kids are most, like, seem like horrible people, right? Mm. Um... It must be hard that you have to give up and give a speech at a oh, convention man. to compete for your dad's attention and love. Yeah. Right? There's something kind of sick about it and also very Game of Thrones awesome. Yeah. It's a bit hunting. But super games. relatable though. Like just think about any Yeah, who any doesn't have to give a speech for their dad's right? love? <laughs> Yeah, po- like po- you can you can place the Trump politics into any family business, any small yeah. business. I think nepotism... Like isn't isn't a character assassination tool because 
everyone just knows that it, it, it exists in politics, it's prolific, and people can relate to it mm. because it happens in their own families. And also, to and be everyone f- wants to get ahead, right? That's right. <laughs> and also, to be fair to Trump, no one outside of his family really likes him. <laughs> and even quite a few of those on the inside. <laughs> well, like, even inside the family, it's weird. Like, he can't get any former presidents. <laughs> he can't even get any high-profile Republicans. Even, like, even inside, the fam- inside the family, it's weird. I, I mean, I'm still... I, I, to this day, I don't understand how that one piece of footage where he goes on Howard Stern and talks about how hot his daughter is, that that wasn't the end. Uh, just how was that not the end? How was there and a day the, after that the, day? Not the grabbing by the pussy stuff? No. That was fine? I, I thought the grabbing by the pussy stuff. I, I, this is before all that. <laughs> At least the women he was grabbing by the pussy weren't related to him. <laughs> well, we don't know, to be honest. We don't know. He's a celebrity. That's, he can do whatever right, he was. Oh, my gosh. Well, one of the strangest stories at the Republican uh, convention this week uh, is about the a woman who is the wife of a evangelical leader and the oh pool boy the best. she apparently had a seven-year affair with. Yep. Uh, for anyone who isn't across it, Sam, give us the rundown. Uh, they were boning the, the... Well, here's what happened. A very religious Christian leader who also ran a very conservative Christian school was boning the pool boy for seven years. And his wife. Yeah, that's right. Hey, she was boning the pool boy, Sam. He was just watching. Uh, Yeah, that makes it okay. (laughs) But what what I love about this is, okay, Um, first, how it all slowly came out, right? (laughs) No no pun intended. Um, (laughs) Where it started off with this story, with these really weird photos of him on a boat, Right? Yeah, with hugging his, fly- his wife's assistant. Yeah, with a, <laughs> while she watched. Um, with his kind of like fly out, but it was kind of awkward. It was just, it seemed was a bit that, weird. The, 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 and he said it was his, his pregnant, his wife's Yeah, he goes, oh, it's okay because she's pregnant. Oh, but well, he, had his, he had his shirt tied up yeah, in a it was knot, a like weird, a midriff. It was, just, it was a weird little thing. So that was a bit odd. What is going on? When- then it started coming out. And they've already, you know, they're... Obviously, been a few issues around the school uh, as to do with finances and that in the past. Then it came around that he was kind of hanging out in boats and jets and yeah. Gulf streams. No good ever came out of hanging out in boats. No, no, and especially when they're not yours. Um, uh, so, the, but but, but there's all that started coming in, and then this, and yeah. it's just classic. American kind of evangelical. Like, why yeah. can't we have these good scandals? Right? I know the closest we get is Barnaby Joyce gets someone pregnant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Alice, you're in Canberra. You should be able to harder. answer this question for us. Why can't we have a hot pool boy scandal? And he's hot, by the way. Right? Why can't we have a hot pool boy scandal of our own? Because it's one degrees. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Even. Do you reckon you can't, you can't have close. a hot pool boy scandal in, in Lake Yarralumma? In, in like zero temperatures. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 to be fair to Alice, she has busted just about every sex scandal that's come out of Canberra in the last decade, <laughs> apart from the Barnaby one. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> but um, it, it is, is that is that? Do you, do you know of any pool boy sex scandals, Alice? I'm not aware of any. Uh, I think that in Canberra, people tend to sleep with uh, the politicians are incestuous, not with the help. No, no, it's unless with, unless it's a stuff. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that is yeah. I think it's just demonstrably untrue. Um, uh, <laughs> but no, I don't. I'm not aware. Different like, level of help. <laughs> Because you hear, because you hear so didn't, many didn't stories. The pool boy, and didn't the pool boy said, "Look, it was all consensual. It was all all consensual and totally, you know, he was totally cool with it at the time." But in retrospect, he felt that perhaps he may have been manipulated. Oh, <laughs> but, but they paid him at off. What, at what point, when you see the Reverend Jerry Fowler talk, look at watching you stripping his wife, and 
and do, do, at what point do you actually think, you know what, maybe, maybe there's something not quite right here? Okay, they paid him off. Right, yeah. he had a non-disclosure agreement. He got greedy. Right? He got greedy. He wanted the money. Right yeah. now, anyway, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying he was in a position to consent. Uh, no, he was though. But I'm, all I'm, over. I'm what we would call just... a victim blamer. <laughs> I'm I'm on the side of the four walls. I'm I'm on. I'm like, well, hang on a minute. You're all sort of in it together. You can't just turn around and say, oh, you know what? Okay. I did something I regret last he night. He wasn't. It was. It was consensual. No one was just Yeah, that's that. right. He was uh, of a certain age. Yeah. Right? So, like, he wasn't young. This no. and that. Now, was there a power imbalance? Of course. Oh, my God. Right? You're like no. the bloody greens. No, no. Well, well, was there a power imbalance? There's a power imbalance between everyone. Unless you live in a socialist utopia, there is always going to be a power imbalance. This is what, I, this is what and people Joe, say. To... it's attitudes like that that stop us having a socialist utopia. <laughs> McCormick Morrison is going to be one of the... One of the greatest stars, and it's going to ride all the way to the election like a famous Western. And, uh, well, you know, Big Mac and ScoMo. Big Mo. (laughs) Nature is healing, guys. After 10 weeks, the politicians have come back to Canberra and we've got nationals at each other's throats, branch stacking scandals in Victoria, climate fights in the Labor Party. It's as if... COVID never happened. Mm. And Scott Morrison and Josh Frydenberg have decided officially... There were not Melburnians anymore. Remember when you said that? Shame. a month ago. Uh, The bipartisanship that we had under COVID for a while is officially dead, buried and cremated. Uh, Sam, how long until we get what we want and Dan Andrews is sacked as Victorian Premier? Oh, piss off. Piss off. (laughs) Let me just say this. Dan Andrews, right, Mm. is going to romp it in at the next election. It's now... No, 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 hear me out. Okay. it's a long way away. It's yep. two years. Yep. So Dan's biggest problem is going to be the Labor Party itself, which is the problem of every single Labor Party leader ever. Right? <laughs> but, but, look, this is what I think is going to happen. Uh, the COVID cases are going to start to go down, and they are slowly going down, mm-hmm. not as fast as people would want them to go down, right? They're still Everyone's apparently locked in their house, but still 100 of them, yep. 120 or something. It will fall under 100 yep. in the next couple of days and increasingly go down. So that's, that's what's going to happen. Uh, then, uh, as they come out, uh, I mean, look, as they come out of uh, uh, towards the end of the year, when they come out of the restrictions in Victoria, uh, the state government is going to announce the mother, the mother of all infrastructure packages. Yeah. Right. Everybody's going to get a road. Everyone's yeah. getting their own road. Right. <laughs> you want a road? You want a highway? You want a level crossing? It's you like, know what? We'll give you your own tram line. The Oprah of roads. Mate, you get a road. You get a road. You get a road. Debt be damned. Yeah. Right. Debt be damned. Spend your way out of this. Right. Yeah. It's the People's Socialist Republic of, of Victoria. Right. This yeah. is the most left-wing place in Australia, bar Nimbin and the Blue Mountains. And in Nimbin, they do hide to realise it anyway. <laughs> right? You know, it's so funny that you say that because Gladys Berejiklian this week, when asked why. New South Wales doesn't jump on the manufacturing bandwagon and start making something useful like trains. She said, oh, well, we're not any good at making trains. Why don't we bother Mm. making trains? Why don't we just import them from India? This is the time that people should be spending money. How many people are unemployed? They can only travel around Australia. We need fast rail. This is it. Look, I'm I'm all in on the fast rail, although I would have to stop at the Murray River and go no further. But... um, (laughs) It's, so basically what you're saying is you know, it's the Machiavelli school of thought. So where you know, Machiavelli obviously said what the prince should do as soon as he comes to power, kill all his enemies, bar none, just kill them all, slaughter them all, doesn't matter how brutal it is. 
because oh, you we're get all, have a Machiavelli off. Let's well, do no, this. then you get you get all that out of the way, and then you continue to reign in peace and prosperity because you've got no more enemies left because they're all dead. And then when you die, yep. everyone remembers you for being okay. a, lead, for for leading this amazing period of peace and prosperity, and they forget all the killing. So, so you're saying that Dan can um, by creating a Victoria so hellish and unbearable. Um, once the restrictions are lifted, they will life will seem so good by comparison yes. to the Dante-esque yes. hell that preceded it yes. that people will hail him yes. as some kind of saviour. Yes. That's I, actually I, quite ingenious. I, I th- I so, th- Sam, are you saying you're pro-Belt and Road? Is that what's going on here? Oh, <laughs> mate, mate, I'm, I'm both the Belt yeah. and the Road right now. Yeah, that, what is the word on that? All right. um, but, <laughs> no, no. I, look, everything you're saying is right. Uh, but the Machiavelli bit, and this is the bit, the, this is the way yeah. Machiavelli gets misquoted a lot in politics, yeah. right? Because they always do this whole thing, it is better to, everyone kind of semi-misquotes Machiavelli when they do this whole, oh, it's better be feared than loved, right? Which is not mm, no. what Machiavelli actually said. No. Be what feared he actually, and then loved. What he actually said, it's better to be both. Yeah. If you have to choose one, you choose feared. But it's mm. better to be both. Yeah. And this whole big overbearing, look, they're going to do the inquiry. Yeah. There'll be another inquiry in the of all this. Uh, the government will do the same thing that happened with the Ruby Princess in some variation or other. It will be one of those, this hotel thing was terrible and we could never yeah. have seen this coming and, and yeah. it'll be all kind of whitewashed and kind of complicated and it'll all get murked up in process. Um, no, but Dan's problem is the Labor Party. Dan's problem is, right, there are quite a few people down there. He's been mm. leader for 10 years yep. now, right? There are quite a few people down there who have come to the conclusion that, look, if you're going to get Dan, you're going to get Dan now. There was a lot of stuff with Brain Stacking and Adam Somerak and those yep. kind of characters down there. Uh, he cleaned the slate with them. He wiped all of them out. Yep. Um, but, you know... And now they're angry. Well, yeah. And now, you know, the question will be whether or not he's going to survive it towards the end of the year, start of next year. He's going to have a bad period. He's going to have a bad so period. This, so this this brings me to the um, the Homer Simpson wings argument, where um, uh, Homer Simpson goes to the their brainwasher to try to get Bart deprogrammed, and he says, "Well, you know, what have you ever done, Mister Brainwasher?" What other thing? And he goes, "Well, I got Paul McCartney out of wings," <laughs> and Homer Simpson looks at him and goes, "You idiot." He was the most talented one. <laughs> so this is the thing with Dan Andrews. Dan Andrews obviously is going through a hell of a lot of shit and he's obviously fucked up massively but he is still far and away the most capable member of his cabinet. I mean, what, what are you yeah. gonna, who are you going to pro- replace him with? Jenny McCarkos? No, no. Uh, uh, Marty? Bakula? Oh, I like him actually. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Alice, what do you think? What do you, you know, you, what's, what's the news from this train? What's this train's official position on Dan Andrews' <laughs> leadership? I in no way speak on behalf of the Australian. Although one thing I will say, speaking of Adam Somurek, uh, I wrote a story this week about how it's been 75 days since they uh, booted him out of Cabinet and he quit the Labor Party, and yet they accidentally left him in the National <laughs> Rights <laughs> WhatsApp group. Oh, yeah, they left him in this WhatsApp group for 75 days. And then it took him to say after... Holy Tony shit, Sheldon I think I'm in the... <laughs> Tony Sheldon started, like, spamming it with all of these tweets that he'd made about Qantas cutting jobs and how they were, like, an evil corporate empire. Oh, yeah. That's what it took for yeah. Adam yeah. Somerick to finally say, I don't want the... Unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And so he said... Please take me out of this conversation. And he's as powerful as ever. 
they listen to what he says. Well, now, now, interestingly, so the the news that I've got, and Alice might have some news on this too, but uh, the text messages. So I remember straight after he kind of mm. got dumped uh, by the uh, by the Labor Party, uh, Adam Somerak released a first tranche of text messages, yep. uh, and they were mostly, I think, from uh, a Anthony Byrne. Yeah, yeah, it was Anthony Byrne. They tried, but to. but there's a lot more of them. But now Adam has a list of every other text message that everyone else over the years had sent to him who he's now gone back, sat down and looked at who slighted him, who said what different things. I think there is a... Because he's taken this as bullshit, right? Yep. Look, you can... He had enemies, yep. right? And if you're his enemy forever uh, and you fought him and then you came out and kicked him when he was down, I think Adam's view is, oh, that's business. You know, they, they, uh, they came for me, right? Yep. They had the chance they came for me. They're my enemies. But he's looking at all the people that were his friends that benefited, that you could argue either were aware in detail or would have broadly been aware of the brain stacking operation he was running. Yeah. I mean, he's not an idiot to not realize that, you know, you might have not thought it was improper, right? You might yeah. have not thought there was anything illegal going on, but, you know, it, you know, and then looking at those people who benefited who then have sent him text messages uh, over bitching about different members and colleagues, I suspect a lot of that's going to come Isn't out. the problem, though, that for that to resonate with the public, you need a roadmap and a cut lunch to, to, to get to it. And, it? and it's kind of the, the thing we've got with um, uh, Zed's a soldier, is it? In, um, uh, oh, no, no who's, who's the assistant? Michael Suka. Michael Suka um, in, in, in Victoria, where it's kind of like, okay, there's no suggestion he organised the staffing things, but he did benefit from it indirectly, blah, 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 blah. And to actually get to the point where you get someone of su- sufficient public um, uh, interest. And most people couldn't even... I mean, oh, I, I, I you're making a mistake. No, you're being a journalist, right? And you're, I, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in the blood sport that is Labor <laughs> Party vitriolic hate. So my goal here isn't to get a story up. So it's Adam to- says either you kill Andrews as my revenge or I will release all this. Look, again, weirdly, from what I understand, and I know some people... I don't think he has a beef with Andrews as much as he has yeah. with others. Andrews and him were from different factions. Yep. They never really got along. Yep. Andrews dumped him from the ministry once before. Uh, he made his way back in. He let him back in. Uh, so I don't think in terms of his hatred list, it's his friends that betrayed him. But the goal here isn't, you're right, it's all complicated, right? Well, here's what I want in that scenario if I'm doing payback. I want one of my, someone who, I'm, who has slighted me, yep. who I'm angry with, have made a sexually inappropriate remark, yep. a racist remark, yep. a, uh, a ethnically insensitive joke. Yep. The, the act of me putting out there screws them. Right? Yep. They can't be a leader. They can't be this. They can't be that. That's the kind of payback. What you're right about is... And you wait until pre-selection but, uh, so, after so they've already right. been so pre-selected does, in a campaign. But how does it work? That's so presumably Somirak is, is plotting with other right... Faction MP. So does he does he say right? You have to move against Andrews. Or? No, no, because you're you, you. The other thing you're doing is you're applying logic and reason, <laughs> right? In what I'm trying to explain this to you. This is vitriolic Labor Party hatred. This is like you know when you get like you know when you go to the park sometimes with your dogs, yeah. right? This is a very inner west thing, and dogs are all fine. And then every once in a while, one dog just effing yeah. loses it, yeah. right, and goes crazy at the other dogs, yeah. right. That's the Labor Party every day, yeah. right? And every day you go by and you just hope that it's not you or your dog or one of your friends, you know, uh, that someone's going to lose. And w- so what he's doing now is it's not controlled. You're, you're thinking so he doesn't even want to, he just wants to blow the joint up. Like, he doesn't give a fuck about... He is burning the village. Yeah. It's, and it's not strategic. It's just anger. 
But isn't the best burning of the villain, like the best revenge, which even, even though I know he wouldn't have expected much from Andrews anyway, because like you said, they're from different factions, they're not close, whatever, and he probably feels more betrayed by those yep. closest to him. But wouldn't he just say, well, you were the one who booted me from cabinet, so I'm going to take you out. And I mean, that's yeah, a pretty sweet, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear revenge. what you're saying. Um, but again, I think in his mind, he would rather use those bullets for what, you know, he, the Premier game isn't his game at the moment. It's you are my best friend. I yeah, supported yeah, you. Yeah. You're in Parliament because of yeah, the people up in the branch. Die. And now you turn around yeah. and say, I'm a dirty branch stacker. I'm disgusted. Yeah. I'm appalled. And I'm like, well, mate, you know, you, you benefited from this. Yeah. Like, you took it. How's this and for, also, um, there's so yeah. many questions about where the like the video, the leaking of the video. Anthony yeah. burned it was filmed in his office. Incidentally, his nickname is uh, the Undertaker, which I always <laughs> really enjoy uh, because he walks around Parliament House in a trench coat. Yeah, very strange. Um, but you know, surely the the issue here, the bigger kind of story that needs to come out is who filmed it and who leaked it. And no, we know who filmed it. We know who filmed it, right? Anthony it was Burns, his staffer. Yeah, yeah, it was Anthony and his staffer. Uh, well then, why? Where's the repercussions on them for doing that? Well, didn't, didn't, that's why didn't, a lot of that Anthony Byrne stuff came out straight afterwards it from did. a mysterious unknown source. No, I think Adam See, openly said he problem. was doing it himself. That wasn't. A, you need a, like Sam was saying in politics now. You don't need a smoking gun. You need a smoking bazooka. Yeah. Look mm. at all the leaks that are happening out of the Victorian branch stacking scandal at the moment. Yeah. And you know, Albo comes out on Monday and says if Michael Souk is still sitting on the front bench at two p.m. at question time. You know, he needs to be sacked. There wasn't enough. Yeah. You need, you need it's either you need yeah. a story every day. This is or what I'm saying. Exactly. That's right. Thing. Yeah. Okay. As someone here, as the three of us who has had this happen to them and then did get re- have to resign and get kicked out, um, it's also, I think, two things. It's either one of two things happen, right? You're right. Either it's the one bazooka shot, the head yeah. wound, right? Or it's just the weight of problems. Right? Yeah. So, to what extent do you become such a liability? Yep. So, Suka's not there yet, right? Yeah, no. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, I think for probity, he should have been sacked. But Somarak, they had footage of him yep. taking money and giving it, yep. taking it out of the bank and giving money. Yep. Right? That's done. Like, why, what, do you, what can you say to that? What can yep. you say to that? Mm. Suka, but also, Scott Morrison doesn't like sacking people. Look at Alan Tudge. Look at all the other scandals. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Dare you want a hot take? Scott Morrison only sacks women. Oh, oh. hot take, oh. hot, hot take. take, hot take, hot take. That's the official position of the Australians. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. No. There, look, no, there but is, it's true though. There is there is a hot bit take. of that. It's hot also take. just. Um, I mean, I think Susan Lee really copped it, didn't she? But that was um, that, that was, was under Turnbull. Turnbull. Turnbull sacked yeah. everybody. Yeah. Who who was that favourite one he sacked? Um, uh, Briggsy. Not Briggs, yeah. It was Jamie Briggs. That was Tony Abbott. Was the Abbott him? No, 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 no. It wasn't Stuart, a Scott. And then Stuart Robert went and came back. Oh, actually, yeah. it could have been the start of Turnbull. Yeah, it was the start of Turnbull. It was Christmas. Yeah. Because, because Briggs' claim to fame is that he tackled um, Tony Abbott during the drunken yes. marble table night yes. and had to turn up to party room in a wheelchair the next day and claimed he hurt his leg hey, on a run. In fairness, Briggs is probably as close as we got to the Bull Boy scandal. So mm. that was the one where oh, he... Yeah. Allegedly, I don't think it was yeah. him. Allegedly, I think he got kind of. I think there was a report yeah. that said he. The sports bet in-house lawyers are listening to this bit. This is a good time to. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. It's public. It's for the public. Record. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, so no, what are they going to do? Hey, sports bet. Yeah, no, I think I, I, I vaguely remember this story. No, no, no. I no. think the closest Australian politics has come is Troy Buswell sniffing the chair. Yeah, oh, the yeah. chair sniffer. Yeah, and the chair sniffer. snapped the brass. Brass, brass uh, as well. You know what? Yeah, he did that. No, no, he he did that. 
that was a good one. The best ones were the New South Wales Labor scandals of oh, 2011. That was amazing. Right? Nothing beats them. Yeah, the underpants, the. Mate, the quote unquote, I am um, yeah, TTF in we... your mother, right? <laughs> quote, right? Quote that ran in the Telegraph. Australian, it's ran the Australian. in the Australian. It was Imray. Imray got it, I think. No, no, no. It was, was Imray or Clennell? One of them. Okay, it was Imray. No, it was, Imray. It was Imray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Australian ran the story, including that as the title, right? Yeah. And that was like, at one point, we're like, well, that's... No, then there was the minister who had to uh, resign because of, quote, unquote, excessive porn use. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... We've all been there. Oh, no. Can I t- I'll tell you this story. No, it gets better. That's, I remember, not, a, that's not a crime. That's story, a phase of life. The story's breaking, right? So yeah. Clennell has it, right? He goes to the MP, says to the MP, I know it's you. He didn't know it was him. And he goes, yeah, it was me. Ah, yeah. Right? And um, yeah, it's, this is how things used to happen. <laughs> it's a good impersonation but, of him. Yeah. And then uh, and then so um, Christina, so Christina's Premier, I'm Party Secretary. Mm. Christina comes in and goes, um, I go, calls me in and goes, look, we're going to sack him, you know, this and that. It's a problem, all this kind of stuff. And it's... And uh, she goes, look, we're going to sack him. And the release said for porn use. And I said, I said, Christine, you can't do that. You can't say, no, this is, and she goes, okay, 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 okay. Excessive porn use. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to set the standard somewhere. You can watch a little, but not too much. (laughs) You can't have it filling up your whole day. You can't, yeah. This is excessive. (laughs) We've got work to do. If you set the bar as just porn use, (laughs) who knows who's going to get caught in this trap? Has anyone hung out of state parliament? I mean, it's a sexy place. Yeah. The one person we have forgotten, of course, is Andrew Broad. uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Who was exposed as uh, allegedly paying for sex overseas. No, no, he didn't pay for sex. He paid and didn't have those, sex. They were, oh, did, they were, they did were. He had those horrible quotes that he'd sent. In oh, they were so good. Were they horrible? They were fantastic, right? But see, am I the only person who was actually on the side of all the depraved, devious, corrupt, just generally dodgy, <sighs> drunken, disgraceful kind of? I mean, those were the good old days. Yeah, as I call them, my friends. Weren't but they? Um, yeah. But no, no. Okay, okay. Some of them, right? Okay. Putting me in perspective, right? Um, some of them were far more inappropriate than others. The Briggs one got yeah. a bit complicated. I'm not quite sure what exactly had happened there. The broad one, he was cheating on his wife, or it appeared yeah. to be. I think uh, dirty is fine as long as it's as long as it's consensual. Obviously, yep. there's an issue when you're, you're they're harassing power people. And, oh, shut up about the power. The power imbalances matter. There's just always going to be a power imbalance unless you can say, "Hi, are you on my pay grade? Would you like to have sex?" Is, the, is that how you want life to go? Well, I don't know what you have on your Tinder. <laughs> so that's, that is actually my profile. <laughs> yeah. Are you on my pay grade? Are yeah, you on my pay grade? Uh, Let's do it. Ha- ha- having just left like, Studio 10, I think that's a, that's a, that I've, opens your pool a lot more people. I have not left Studio 10. Hang on, what time is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, but, the, but like this is the thing. Like Everyone was doing it. Everyone was getting down and dirty. And as long as everyone's in on it, everyone's... Happy and no one's having anything forced upon them. As long as everyone shuts up, it's fine. Everyone just shuts the fuck up. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Remember that? No, this is not. This is not happening. This is not happening. No, Um, uh, the power imbalance stuff in politics, right, is a really big problem. No, no, no. Okay, so no, there are levels. How else would? How else would people as ugly as politicians tend to be ever get a root if they didn't use their power? Is that our biggest concern, <laughs> politicians having sex? Well, I mean, that's a visual. I like everybody to be happy. But, but on, on the power imbalance, this is why some of it I think is 
more comfortable with than others, right? So my issue, okay, Barnaby. Right? Yeah. Barnaby fell in love with his staffer. They had an affair. He left his wife. Yeah. They have children. They're raising a family together, yeah. right? That is a reality of Australian workplaces. Yes. Right? Now, does he, should he have gotten her a job? Uh, did he get her place around offices on an incredible amount of taxpayer yeah. That's the nepotism thing that shouldn't have happened. Just yeah. shouldn't have happened, right? Uh, I think, in, I think it, whether they admit it or not, I think they, they realise yeah. how stupid that was, right? Uh, and the other thing that amazes me about that whole thing, and Alice, you know better than the two of us, that story was out forever. Yeah, that's right. Everyone knew it was Everyone coming, just, yeah. right? And oh, my gosh. If you read Christopher Pine's book, in Christopher Pine's book, he goes to Malcolm Turnbull and uh, Malcolm Turnbull calls him in and he says, we've got a problem with Barnaby. And Pine says, oh, yes, well, you know, he's having an affair with his staffer. And Malcolm says, no, he's a Kiwi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God in heaven. But if you want a little bit of uh, breaking just... news, um, there is a New South Wales minister... Ooh. who uh, started a relationship with his staffer and that staffer has subsequently moved to another office oh. and they have declared that they are officially in a relationship. Well, that's nice. A like, New like, South Wales federal minister? Is it like no, a Facebook no, state up, minister. status update? Or? A New South Wales state minister <laughs> having an affair? Was it an affair or no? Well, not no. sure. Not no, sure. I'm not Just sure. I'm not across state politics. Company. Yeah. What, are, what am I, a proletariat? <laughs> Again, having what worked... What am I? <laughs> un, un, I worked in Australia. I'm not some, you know, I'm not some kind of... Like a having parochial. worked for, for years in the New South Wales Parliamentary Gallery, that, like, it would be quicker to draw up a list of ministers who weren't having affairs. <laughs> yeah. I once crunched the numbers in the, the halcyon days of the, the Labor government where you're actually more likely to find someone who'd committed... The, 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 there was a statistically higher probability of finding someone who'd committed a serious criminal offence in the cabinet than there was in the general community. <laughs> you actually—it was—it was extraordinary. This is what the Vicks don't have. The yeah, Queenslanders right. had it. The Victorians, this is what they're missing out on. This is why dictator Dan. This, it's like in North Korea. I actually think this is In true. North Korea, I you don't have true. bar brawls. That's right. But there this isn't what, an outdoor drinking problem in North Korea or Iran. I remember we were watching, I think we were all watching in the gallery, in the media rooms, media level in New South Wales uh, Parliament House. We, are, we were watching the farewell press conference of Steve Braggs. And I think it was just after, hadn't his, his son or something had got done for crashing in a car? Yeah, I think yeah, like without that. a license. It, it was something weird thing. Anyway, it was a family thing, wasn't it? Family thing, but you know, I'm not judging, whatever. And you've got all these, you've got all the journos just sitting around going, so, Premier, what was your highlight? And you know, so, oh, so, what are you going to remember the most about the thing? And we're all just sitting around going, what the f... Like, if he was in New South Wales, he would be on the rack, crucified, yeah. and having an Iron Maiden folded over the top yeah. of him all at the same time. But we're going, what the hell? You're resigning in disgrace. How dare you use... That was a, you used a taxpayer-funded cash charge to get your kid back from the police station or whatever it was. Like, you'd be eaten alive. And the, and the Victorian press gallery just seemed to be so polite. Yeah, no. And New South Wales got too far though. So the, yes, the one, it did, the one that got too, the David, the David Campbell one, right? That was which was terrible, terrible. Didn't you know? One of the uh, for, for those kind of listening who are unaware, uh, it was a state government minister. Yeah. Um, he closeted sexually. Turned out he was gay. Turns out he was gay. Was... In his own time, he yep. was going and doing you know 
going to kind of um, gay sex establishments yep. and kind of clubs and bars. It was really uh, sad. Not really hurting anybody, and they kind of exposed him for it. Actually, he took a he took a com car there. No, no, he, no, no, that no was, he didn't. That, that was, was wrong. Uh, that was a that was what they tried to use to justify it as being in the public interest, but it never checked out. Oh. And they tried other stuff like, oh, it was at the same time as there was some uh, transport um, catastrophe happening, and that didn't check out either. And 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 it, look, I like KK, and I know you like KK, but um. But you know, again, she like this is something that if if he was, if he was effectively sacked or you know resigned or whatever it was, yeah. today there would. Be, can you imagine the the Twitter war that would oh, yeah. explode? No, 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 no. And yet at that time it was just like, oh right, yeah, no, he was said he was a family man, but turns out and and it was really sad. He was the best minister. There was never a shred of um, yeah. Like we and frankly, in an environment where everyone was pretty dodgy. He was an absolute clean skin. He rocked up uh, day in, day out on the election campaign, wasn't he? He was always yeah. the f- him and um, John Watkins were the two hardest working ministers. Another total clean skin, hardest working ministers in a campaign, which was otherwise sort of beset by scandal and all this other stuff. And um, his only crime was to be gay, and he got absolutely shafted for it. Well, you can't be gay in politics, clearly. <laughs> you couldn't back then. No, but that's, it was just so then. weird. Like, there was only, what, back. 10... Was it Was it even uh, 10 years ago? No, it was 2010. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Okay, Alice, so here's one for mm. you. Okay. What's... You are in the, obviously, the, the you see a fair bit of things because you're in the uh, press gallery there, right? You are. You're in the Canberra press gallery, the bubble, as we like to call it. Who are the worst behaved? Is it the parliamentarians or... <laughs> The press. Now that I'm well, not I'll, there. T- I'll tell you this for free. Uh, I got invited this week to a party this Saturday uh, that, to, that, that some younger kids in the... Oh, maybe I shouldn't be that obvious with, with what I say. Let me backtrack slightly. <laughs> <laughs> One um, of these days there will be a party of sorts. Yeah. I got invited to a party this Saturday um, by someone in the press gallery that is being thrown around the corner from where Mike Pizzullo lives, the head of uh, Home Affairs, and they said, quote, we want the AFP to fucking storm the party at 2am so that we can yell, fuck you, Mike Pizzullo. (laughs) Wow. So maybe the press gallery at the current stage. Because you know that um, the problem with uh, these uh, unprecedented times is that pollies pollies can't uh, be seen anywhere congregating. Mm. Yeah. So the it's all happening behind closed doors. Yeah, how do you know Felita if you can't get a restaurant? Well, <laughs> and this is the prop. This is why I saw Michael McCormack walking down the middle of the road with a single serve takeaway on his own on Tuesday night after you know the Australian ran the story. That's no different than whatever. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but the, none of the factions are meeting uh, in the restaurants around Canberra. It's just completely dead yeah. quiet, and people are avoiding, especially Victorians. Yeah. But. Even the New South Wales guys, if they're from Greater Sydney, they're not allowed to talk to other people. Jeez. So people are going nuts, just scratching down the walls. Um, McCormack, right? Yeah. Do you know him? Not really, no. I I, I went to the uh, Elvis Festival with him, right? Oh, in, in parks. parks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, two things actually of interest. So he was a lovely guy. I yeah, realised that nice. no one knows who he is. No. Like, they didn't know who he was. He was not Deputy Prime Minister at the time, in fairness. Not that that's probably really raised his profile. And then he got me to co-host with him a Priscilla competition, right? Okay. And I didn't know much about any of this. I just went because I thought it'd be fun. It's a movie uh, about a bunch of drag queens in the well, desert. That's what I thought. So when they said to me to do the Priscilla competition, 
first person who comes out, this gorgeous kind of you know thing, person, you no know, normal woman, black hair, dress, everything. Next person, same outfit. That's a bit odd. Third, fourth, like a wow. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. good on you. But the whole drag queen thing's really kind of evolved. It must be the thing now. Yeah. Then I realised, oh, we're judging Priscilla Presley's. <gasps> <laughs> Sam. Oh, and I was like, so you know, these 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 you know post-op, pre-op, you can't even tell anymore. Yeah, you know, good hasn't, yeah, has, hasn't, hasn't modern medicine come along way? Well, jeez, there's no. I couldn't find an Adam's apple even. I looked for it. Like just you know, there you go. And you know, you know, each of their own, right? I mean, there was no power imbalance there, so I think it all worked. I mean, to be fair, Priscilla does look more like a drag queen than an actual drag queen, but that's that's that is her choice. <laughs> Okay, this segment is called Gallery Whispers, Whispers. where we whisper gossip. I will go first. Okay. Guys. Yeah. Which politician threw a candle in the bin at a vigil in Parliament House and they set the whole bin, which was full of paper, on fire and then like some kind of Elvis superhero Deputy Prime Minister Michael McCormack ran across the room with an armful of bottled water and had to put it out Whispers Can I just say that is a waste of bottled water Could we have at least gone to the tap Whispers Can I I don't know I don't know who the minister was but it seems to me he lived his life like a candle in the bin. <laughs> Whispers. She, she. Whispers. I'm sorry for that. Whispers. Okay. What's your whisper? <gasps> Whispers. You can't just keep saying whispers. COVID times have made are unprecedented. At Parliament House, they've had to shut down the prayer room. Which means it can't be used for nefarious sexual activities. Whispers. Whispers. Is that true? Whispers. Yeah, it was, it's the fault of the signage. They didn't specify it. It had to be religious worship. They just said you had to be on your knees. Whispers. Whispers. I apologise again. Whispers, what's um, yours? Okay, this isn't really a whisper. I'm just making this up, but I reckon it's true. I think Bill Shorten is positioning himself for a tilt at Premier of Victoria. Whispers. I think he's going, I think he's going for Dan Andrews' job. Whispers. Just as like a plan B. Whispers. Like he'll go after Albo first, and if that doesn't work Is out. this like a Nixon going for governor? Yeah. Of California? And then, you know... I thought he's going to come back. If that falls over, he could be mayor of Danning. <laughs> I think the really lucrative position is mayor of Casey. <laughs> mayor of Casey. That's, right. that's where the monies are. Yeah. Whispers. 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 That's all we've got time for for this episode of I'm Usually More Professional, but in this instance, probably not. Um, I think we'll be back every Thursday afternoon on YouTube and in your preferred podcasting feeds. Uh, You can rate and review us on iTunes if that's still a thing that people do. I'm not sure. Uh, Please send all of your ideas for the show uh, to at Joe underscore Hildebrand on Twitter and all of your hate mail to uh, Sam Dastiari. Um, I don't read DMs, uh, but you can find me Monday to Friday on page two of The Australian. Uh, Final word, Joe.
Look, I would just like to say uh, to all the um, Republicans out there in the US and the Trump campaign generally, um, don't be afraid to go hard. You know, you guys, you hide your light under a bushel. Um, you know, don't be afraid to talk yourself up. Be, be the best you can be. Um, just, you know, you know, sometimes you've, you've got to just stand up and say, hey, I'm worth it. Sam. Well, look, it's been a big week in foreign affairs and I think you can safely say that we're all Chinese spies now. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, goodbye.